You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey everybody, this is the triumphant new era of the 9 to 5 entertainment system, because we're on new microphones. Hopefully you hear the difference, if not, I spent money for no reason. What do we talk about, John? I mean, Scott. Yeah, it's me. On this new microphone. We talk about <laughs> Ebola. We talk about rabies. We talk about ISIS. So like a really positive. <laughs> then we talk about swinging. Archer, Cinema Guzzo, uh, a little bit about Zoe Quinn and Media Integrity again. Uh, video games, and then we talk about yeah, the Borderlands MMO we a lot. Way too much about <laughs> Borderlands MMO. Then we even talked about listener the ADT, the Quentin uh, Dupree film. We talk about Gotham, Flash, and Arrow, and the new Captain America. All this, and probably some more. There's probably stuff it's we talked about on the Nine to Five Entertainment System, entering a new era. Sci-fi sounds. <laughs> But they're also, all hospital workers. <laughs> they're the first people who die whenever a bullet goes anywhere. Yeah. It's the hospital people. Um, well, what is it? There's nine. Do you guys want to record this? Because yeah, yeah. I've got a know. fun thing about Ebola. Wow. I'm hospital not the related, Ebola guy. Hospital related <laughs> in nine, Montreal. Yeah. N- nine World Health Organization medics are dead of Ebola, right? Yeah. So those are like the, the nurse who treated the guy in Dallas is uh, clinging to life. Yeah. yeah. There was that, the news reporter, the NBC news reporter, whose cameraman got Ebola, and then she was in a voluntary quarantine. And then she left. And then she was just like, I'm going to go get some food. (laughs) Fucking dumbass. So bad. The worst. So wait. She was actually in Liberia also, right? Yeah. Her her cameraman got got Ebola. Yeah. Like, (laughs) fuck you, you stupid bitch. I'm sorry. I don't know you personally, lady, but... All right, so... You don't have to. You have to have (laughs) the scare of, like, the worst disease fucking ever... Worst What's virus? That? Is it a virus? Yeah, we're on. All right. Yeah, we're not just... So, uh, St. Justine of, of the two children's hospitals, okay. uh, it's not the children's that's going to be the go-to point for suspected Ebola cases. The staff at St. Justine has been tra- trained and have been given the measures... So, even if, you're, even if you're a kid, you're... You're probably going to St. Justine. Where's St. Justine? I've heard of this. St. Justine? It's on Cote St. Catherine. Okay. In Outremont, Cote Neige area. Um, they're just the ones who got it first. Um, so they're going to be... The, they, the, they got the Ebola point. first? The training and the, the measures okay. and the special right, right. Gotcha. tools and medical equipment that you need to, to deal with it. And uh, as a fun little trial, they, they sent a kid... Uh, claiming with, to have Claiming to symptoms. have Ebola in, yeah. into emergency. And it took them an hour and a half of this kid sitting in the emergency room, waiting room, before someone, after having gone through triage, you know, yeah. you have a fever, you have these aches and pains, all the signs, before one of the, the nurses asked oh have you been in west africa yeah, and they were like, like yeah, yeah yeah we we just came back from there we had family Shit. there and they were just like oh um okay well you're going to come with us to this isolation an hour and a half of this kid with a fever coughing <laughs> <laughs> sitting there in the Not waiting dead. room and they're just like you know oh, what scott are, are you are you writing down things i am a hundred percent okay <laughs> with the fact that it took an hour and a half for the trial run 
Like, they're doing trial runs, which is fucking Yeah, exactly. Good to it's hear it's super cause cool, because now they're yeah. going to be like, oh, wait, we need to be way more on. We need on to be way <laughs> more on, to be on, the on top of on this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but this is after all the training had been completed. That's, that's yeah, fine, Yeah, but, man. like, mm-hmm. you get one fuck-up, and it's good that it was the trial. Exactly, exactly. I'm not, get, I'm not endorsing, one, I'm not endorsing the fuck-up, but... Yeah. Like, the fact that they're running trials is, is excellent. Yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of... It's, it's a little disappointing, though, because doctors in Quebec who had, you know, been monitoring this stuff, right. people, policymaker doctors, have been like, yeah, we really need to get the training done. This is an uncontrollable epidemic that yeah. is going to spread across the world. Uh-huh. And uh, that was like three months ago. And they were all like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the training really just started a couple weeks ago. It's, it's funny. Like, a lot of people are saying that it's going to go all over the world. And there's like a whole bunch of um, epidemiologists who are saying it'll be like millions of people by the end of the year in Africa and tens of millions later and all this stuff. But at the same time, there's other groups of scientists who are like, it's not going to happen in the West because we have proper containment facilities yeah. and we know how to deal with. But like people will also, die. Also, we it. have a culture of people worried about being sick. Yeah, well, we, we also have a culture of clean water. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, like which is so like that, that's like cremation and burial, and there's there's a lot of stuff in exactly when, in when our culture that is different than typically when someone in Canada dies, you don't keep their body in your house for weeks and hide it, <laughs> and it's plague. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, and you also not, don't not to make eat light the dog of the situation who's but, been feasting on the corpse. Yeah, exactly. But like. Moving on to... Who do you trust? Seriously, I want to ask that. Who do you trust? Like, there are some doctors saying it's going to be the fucking everywhere, and some doctors who are like, don't sweat it, we got this shit covered. I feel there's some some probably on the middle line, which I feel is there's going to be a ton of people in West Africa, and it's probably not going to spread to the West. Yeah. That's that's really what I think, because it's like, especially when there's like, when they were talking about the, when it's contagious. Yeah. It's like very specific points of the epidemic. When you're symptomatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like you have Ebola and it becomes contagious. And it's like you're super fucking sick when you become contagious with Ebola. Correct. And I feel that at least within North America, when you – okay, let, whoa, let's forget Canada because uh-huh. I feel that if you're super <laughs> fucking sick, you might not go to the doctor if you don't have insurance in the States. Right. So that might be a fucking factor. But at least in Canada, when you're like Ebola sick, whether you have Ebola or not, you're you're in the hospital. And I think that that would like – mitigate the spread of it i feel yeah except the person who's going to bring it isn't going to be someone who's got canadian health insurance true but true. Yeah, i guess but then he's going to sit at home and take the bus to go to mcdonald's every day because that's his job yeah. okay so here's a fun thought we have all these scary <laughs> isis suicide bomber guys right? right like if those guys got their act together they'd send 10 guys get infected with ebola and then fly them into various cities in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and they would just like run around spreading. Go Saints, everywhere. go, <laughs> go yeah. Saints, like, go. <laughs> exactly. Like this is like get them by tickets far to sporting events. Yeah, Sixty thousand people at the uh, Louisiana. Think Superdome, of how right? effective a terror weapon it would be, and if you were doing it consciously, you, there would be no way to catch. And and this. we are saying this yeah. because we want terror prevention specialists to look out for this, not terrorists. <laughs> Wait, dear terrorists, if you are listening to this, forget what you just forget heard. what you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, FEMA, FBI guys, get on that top up. of this. Yeah, well, that. Some people have been talking about a complete flight ban out of Africa into North America. Which, like, it, like it seems so archaic and crazy, but, but it's also not crazy. it's not crazy. That's right, because like, this is Ebola. Yeah, but like, but then, like, what do you do if you were like you're in Africa and you're like, oh fuck, tough it, tough it up, Buttercup. Too bad you shouldn't have gone to Africa. <laughs> well, what? Just be glad none of these people have rabies on top of Ebola. Well, th- imagine if you were hyper aggressive and. 
a little bit insane and also hyper contagious. Fun fact: rabies, you're a zombie. Rabies is significantly okay. more lethal than uh, than Ebola is. Yes, but Ebola, yeah. like if you're in your right mind, you kind of want to stay at home and, right. and put a blanket over you and cough quietly. If you're, if you're rabid, rabid, if you're rabid, you want to run around in the streets, yeah. screaming and frothing at the mouth. I watched Damn. a video of a guy dying of of rabies. I don't think that like people get crazy running around. I think animals up. do. Internet. I don't know. It, the, the, all the videos of the guys with rabies, they're like lying down and twitching and foaming at the mouth, not like running around screaming. Hmm. Maybe because you're a little bit better at handling yeah. the like fever and all that stuff. Or if uh, you're a dog, you're like... It, but it, it affects you differently. Like, like, I don't know if it's as lethal in other mammals. Hmm. Yeah. Food for thought. Anyway, speaking of terrorists, <laughs> <clears throat> we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Yeah. Archer. Yeah. Renaming ISIS. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes sense. It is a comedy show. You want to keep that shit lighthearted. And it's a super serious group. Yep. I, I'm going to let the writers deal with it in the show. I'm waiting to see how they're <coughs> going to rationalize it. I yep. hope they do it exactly like it is in the news. <laughs> ISIS. Not that ISIS. ISIS. Not that ISIS. Just forget it. We're changing the company. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be just, great. Yeah. Just straight up. <laughs> and then you just see them like, let's get rid of all this merchandise. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> Where do we do it? Uh... Krieger, hack into the Cartoon <laughs> yeah. Network website and sell all the merch. Sell all the merchandise. All the like stationery. Pennies yeah. on the dollar. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's like, all right, I'm shipping it to Syria. <laughs> <laughs> It'll got sell a, really got quick over there. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I lo- like, there was some people who were kind of like uppity. They're like, oh, Archer shouldn't have to. And I was like, yeah, but it, it's still kind of classy. It is. To, to not. It's going to be funny. It's It's fine. I don't, yeah. I don't think they're even going to reference it in the show. Of course, they, they have to. No. They don't. They could just not... Like, what I heard we'll was that they're just not going to say ISIS. They're going to they're gonna say the agency, the whatever. They're going to, like, talk around it. Yeah, but they, it, it would also be funny if they, like, if they... If they non-referenced the reference, if they were just, if they were just kind of like, they're like, like, say... say we're an agent of I, the, the agency. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, no or, what or, Scott or, said is perfect. No, no, not that ISIS. They never say any more than not that ISIS. And yeah. That's hilarious. Well, or if they just changed it and they were just sort of like, like if they're like, oh, blah, 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 and they're just sort of like, yep, the name of our agency the entire time. It has never been called anything else. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, what? They, like the agency had just stopped last season. Right? They just started a new agency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's actually true also. They might, like, they could not go back to ISIS. They try to register the website and ISIS.com is taken. And they're like, <laughs> god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Who bought it? Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> we need to change our name because the other ISIS has the website. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I feel they need to at least, they need to make some sort of a, a mini tongue. They don't need to. But I feel that it would be like, the opportunity for comedy is there. Yeah. And and yeah. also it's like it's sort of like a nod to the intelligence of their viewer. Like the viewer knows, right? It's this isn't like Yeah, a, because every fucking other day you get hey ISIS jokes on fucking R slash well, Archer. Yeah, but also I'm just yeah. saying it's also not a lowest common denominator humor show anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a yeah. it's a smarter cable comedy, you know? Right. Like so they're not dealing with people who are like like everybody understands I think anybody who watches Archer knows what ISIS is and it's not a Probably. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And knows the difference. And uh, mm-hmm. in okay. other news, <laughs> related to people going like, so my cousin. That's how we deal with news here on the nine to five entertainment system. Frisky Dingo. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Don't a, do it. A, Don't a do reference it. seven people got in the whole world. <laughs> and only like none of them listened to the show. <laughs> Three of us are recording it. Yeah. <laughs> so Cinema Guzzo has this promo that they used last year, mm-hmm. got into some trouble for, and then used it again, presumably because Cinema Guzzo doesn't give a fuck. Okay. So it's like the ad is like, are you a hockey widow? Come to the movies. And it's $8 movies Anytime for there's a... women when there's a Habs game. Why is that bad? That's amazing. And they people... can put chick flicks and fucking tar- well, target it... the audience. It... Exactly. Well, I... yeah. that might be bad, <clears throat> I think. Like, the making it a chick flick. But just being like... Because it doesn't necessarily need to be like... That's saying like that women don't watch hockey and all that stuff. But I'm like... it's. I was like, I don't really... I understand it's a little bit sexist. But I'm like, most of the demographic that watches hockey is dudes. And I was like, if that's sexist, then so is ladies' night. Like at a bar. I see absolutely nothing wrong with this. Scott, you're the more sensitive fellow. That's true. <clears throat> and I'm a, I'm a little sad I wouldn't have a reason to get a discount Ryan Gosling movie ticket. Hit. But for the most part, I agree. It's, the parallels with Ladies' Night is automatically there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Before you even said Ladies' Night, I was like, yeah, it was like Ladies' Night. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. I'm like, it's not going to apply to everybody. There's going to be fucking male hockey fans who, or non-hockey fans who are going to be like, oh, bummer, I don't get it, whatever. Well, they can take out their women for the cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can take dates out for cheap. But yeah, exactly. And my cousin was like, oh, Guto, like missed the mark and they shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, oh, God. What mark? What was Go, the mark? It's, they're saying that, like, oh, women aren't hockey fans, and if a man is a, not a hockey fan, he doesn't get the discount. Well, I'm like, the women who are hockey fans aren't going to go see movies on Habs Night Game. Exactly, but right. then, ex- and then the men... They're not the mark. <laughs> exactly, but then the men that aren't hockey fans don't get the discount, and you're like, it's sexist and whatever, and I was like, I don't know. Well, it really, really does suck to be a man in this world. It's true. <laughs> we get lots of other benefits, but like I said, there's also fucking ladies' nights. Like, Thursdays at fucking Foof's, I used to go there all the time, it was like eight bucks to get in as a man or as a woman. And if you were a woman, you got five free drinks. And I wasn't like, fuck this. I'm a man. I'm allowed to drink. Oh, but that's because you're paid 30% more all day long every day. They just get <laughs> it on Thursdays. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I don't know. I was like, fuck. I really didn't think that that's that big of a deal. I don't, I don't, I don't see a controversy at all. Like, I don't think there's a controversy either. But there's some people making it a controversy. And it was just like another kind of situation of where you're like, where, where does... Where it's, does political correctness get way too far? It's such manufactured outrage. People just looking for a reason to get butthurt about gender issues. Fuck off. It's Let the them kind have of, their nice, cheap fucking movies. It's the them. kind of thing that no one would complain about if they didn't have Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. yeah. If, or they, Tumblr. If, if, yeah. if they had to sit down and write a letter to complain to Guzzo, they'd just be like, ah, fuck it, I don't care that much. Yeah. And I'm going to <laughs> go see a cheap movie now. Like, that's what <laughs> exactly. they probably uh, If put. they were really upset about that, like, I just, uh, it's, there's so much more to be upset about than... Some people get a discount on some nights when there's a And I love game. that it's like like it's women that are getting mad about it and you're kinda like, What and I was like, and the demographics show that like sports in general is predominantly watched by men. I'm not saying it's all men. Yeah. There's plenty of women who are sports fans, but it's like you look at the demos of who's watching sports and it's mostly men. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know exactly the percentages last I think I think hockey in this town. Fuck, I feel it's almost 50-50. But I was like, football, I think, I was like 60-40 or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. men to women. It's like, it's not monstrous. There's a lot of women that watch football. But it's still mostly men. Plus, we said the word guzzo. I mean, mission accomplished there, buddies. <laughs> like, that's probably more the point of this thing, is just to get people talking about the, their yeah, exactly. again. Yeah, sure. Like, if it was an oatmeal promotion, then no one would care. And right. be like, oh, oh o- whatever. O- oatmeal's cheaper? No, like, oh, bland, uncontroversial. 
promotion. If yeah, there wasn't yeah. like a, a hint of that controversy in it, mm. we wouldn't have talked about it at all. Yeah. Is it weird that when you said oatmeal, I heard opium? And yes. I was thinking about very opium weird. controversy. And I, I was like, opium controversy. How would that even work? <laughs> How would that Hockey even work? Widows. And when can I be on opium? Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves opium. <laughs> Hockey widows. Cheap opium when the Habs are playing. <laughs> <laughs> all these women are just fucking passed Lying out in opium down on the <laughs> Cinema Guzzo doubles as an opium den whenever the Habs are playing. <laughs> what the no, fuck? <laughs> nobody notices because everybody's watching the game. Exactly. All the police are watching the game. All right. So speaking of women's issues, uh-huh. um, what was the name of that girl who got in all kinds of trouble for the video game? Anita Sarkeesian? No, there's Anita Sarkeesian one. and there's Zoe Quinn. Right. Zoe Quinn. Yeah. Right. I was thinking about Zoe Quinn today. And the fact that I couldn't remember her name was actually a part of what I was thinking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've decided to... Completely back up on what I had said on an earlier podcast. Really? What did you say on an earlier podcast? Just kind of. <laughs> well, if you go back and listen in the archives, if you subscribe to uh, the Nine to Five podcasts uh-huh. on, on iTunes, yeah, iTunes, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> what was your? Just opinion? go to the website. Anyways. Go to the website and listen to the last. I, I, like, five. I kind of had a bit of like, outrage as it was unfolding. Okay, and you know, questioned her character as well as the character of the writers of these. Okay. Uh, organizations mm-hmm. and i was thinking about it again today and i was like i can't even remember her name and i no longer care and i really think that this whole issue which was like a big deal for a long period of time to a lot of Damn. people sure sure i just uh, now think it was completely blown out of proportion uh she wanted to cheat on her boyfriend i don't care she wanted to cheat on her boyfriend with these people that maybe had some influence over her video game i don't care mm-hmm. Uh, these people who were writing about video games, I don't care. <laughs> like, what, whatever they had opinions about vi- these video games, I, I didn't care if it was good or bad or if it was about Madden. Like, or, right. I, mean, I just did not remember care. talking about it for like 20 minutes with you guys. Could not remember her name. Could not remember the names of any of the principals involved. So feel kind of bad for being outraged about it at all. Give a shit. Yeah, but also feel yeah. bad for being outraged about it at all. Like, uh-huh. just. Yeah, well. I agree and I don't. I just feel like I was exactly one of those people who was outraged about the Cinema Guzzo Women's yeah, Night. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, there's a talking point. Here's my opinion about it. And I, if I would have sat on it at all, I'd have been like, well, fuck it. Let her, let I her guess... fucking sleep with whoever she wants to sleep with. And if you're a guy who's writing stuff on the internet about how good the new video game is, fuck it. Sleep whoever you want to sleep with. I, yeah, I don't... I... I don't really care about who the fuck she sleeps with. That I can give a shit less about. The, to me, it's still about the money. It's like the... And not even her. And you're right. I don't think the issue is about her. I, was, I don't like that the websites who are making a shit ton of money, what my website is not. <laughs> Maybe that's why I care. But it's like you have these fucking writers who are making a shit ton of cash and you're like, you're making money, so it's your job. And I feel you should do your job well. And that should involve not sleeping with your job. That, and that's the part that's bugged me from the beginning, and that's the part that still bugs me. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that, like, I don't give a shit about her. Like, yeah, if, the if business in, practices in the, in the same of Kotaku, way, I, I, I just don't care. Yeah, but, that, okay, but, like, but you can have an opinion about something that isn't going like, to impact can, you. Like, you can not care because you're just sort of like, okay, whatever, so it's a stupid website that's fucking doing uh, shitty practices. And I'm like, okay, but then where's the website that, like... Why does, why can you, there should be some accountability. What if if this whole thing happened at like, not the New York Times, but like at the Montreal Gazette, 
It turns out there's somebody on staff at the Gazette who's writing reviews for movies or whatever, and it, and then they were sleeping with a whole bunch of the people in those movies for better reviews. I, Would that bother you any more or less? At the time, when we had that initial conversation, yeah. I, I feel like the... I would have been swept up in the manufactured outrage. And, and at this time right now, yeah. looking at how I reacted back then and how I feel about it right now, I'd just be like, oh, fuck it. Just really? whatever. You write for this newspaper and you're, 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 you're fucking Brad Pitt, so Brad Pitt will get a better review. I don't, I don't care. Because if I'm making my decisions on what movies to go see based on your shitty review mm. or great review and I, I'm going to deserve whatever I get. <laughs> yeah, but you don't think that there's some onus on a... Per- like, like it's, Regardless about the review, it's a person doing a shitty job, and you're like, that, pers- that person is in a position of trust. Like, yeah. Like, that's the, like, that's, when, when you it's the position be, of trust. Yeah. I don't so you're like, that, I'm an idiot uh, to trust anything I read? No, you, no, I don't... When someone claims I don't to actually, be a reporter... I don't actually have that much trust in... But entertainment at, reviewers yeah, and entertainment which is, reporters. Which is part of the problem. Yeah. Like, to me, and that's part of the issue, is that... Yeah, but, like, there wasn't, not... like... I, in the 80s, I was like, John Tesh of Entertainment Tonight is the paragon of journalistic <laughs> integrity. Like, no, I don't care. And if I didn't care about it when they were talking about billion-dollar movies, then why the hell would I care about it when they're talking about thousand-dollar indie games? Like, I just... Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying, and and I did. I, I, still... I cannot believe that Mary Hart would be wrapped up in this controversy. <laughs> if, like, or just I just I disagree a little bit. I, I feel that Ben Mulroney wants to talk some more about I Justin Bieber. I don't, I don't I know, don't, man. I don't. I don't know if my... that's entirely fair because this is an indie game, and a lot of those websites, in fact, like two or three of them that were wrapped up in this scandal, were specifically sites that that are like third generation video game media sites that are spawned by people who were fired and disenfranchised and pissed off at the nepotism and the, the like dishonesty in the industry. They made brand new sites exactly to not get involved in this kind of shit. And then they're involved in this kind of shit. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it's really fair to say like, like watching entertainment tonight, the whole show is an advertisement. You're expecting it and you're not expecting it to be authentic, but yeah. these guys in particular made claims to authenticity in mm-hmm. their reviewing. So I think it is a bit more of a story. It'd be be like... Yeah, it's a story that maybe I'd be interested in reading an article about, but I feel like the the level of anger that I had reading it does not... I probably read more Kotaku that week than I ever had before. (laughs) Like, looking for stuff to be more angry about. Do you play video games at all? Yeah, but not as much as you guys. Yeah, but you, do. Right, you, right. you also no, no. I'm, you, I'm, I will, you also don't play new releases either. Yeah. Like, like, because they're like there are so which, which again, kind of makes the amount of anger that I had back then a little crazy, a little bit more crazy, <laughs> right? Like, because I will trust you two far more than I would like, ever go. Like the only, the only reviewer that I would regularly follow uh, would be Yahtzee, yeah. right? And that's. Not because I'm interested in his opinion on the game, but because I find the way he presents his opinions is hysterical. Yeah, I mean, like, that's... And I think that that might be, like, a source (laughs) of my, like, outrage. There's so many indie games out there that I kind of have to trust some of the journalism because I don't have time to play them all. And I want to play the good ones, you know? Here's the thing. Like, I frequent comic book websites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reviews of comic... And if this controversy had been the same thing. An indie comic book person yeah. slept with a yeah. few of the reviews. And I really did. I thought about this. I was like, eh, fuck it. I really don't care. Really? Huh. Like, really. I just... Like, your favorite, your favorite website turns out that, like, 
they, you can pay them, and they'll give a positive review to your comic book. Yeah. If I, I could blow them, and forget then, even the yeah, sex, just like, forget sex. Yeah, what exactly. if it was like, just I don't, I don't I think like, a yeah. hundred bucks to your favorite comic reviewing website, and they'll give me a positive review no matter what garbage yeah, I give to them. And I would hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, again, my opinion right now is just like, well, and you, and you, like, just, you pick up whatever. that book, and you know the the artwork was described as challenging and. The, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I, and like, I, and you're like, and then you, you went to the store and you bought that book and you bring it home and you're like, this is fucking trash. Yeah. I bought this because this reviewer who I've spent X amount of time told me this was cool. I've agreed with everything he's ever said and this is fucking garbage. And, and then, then you, and then you find out that you're like, oh yeah, John fucking did it over the weekend while he was like high on shrooms and, yeah. <laughs> and then fucking was like, yeah, this is really garbage, but I know this guy at fucking, this website that Scott likes, who for a hundred bucks, Andy's on the outside dot com. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> will fucking publish this positive review for me, and yeah. I'll get some book sales out of it. You wouldn't be like, "Fuck you, you misled me, and you're a piece of shit." Like a little bit, but not nearly amount to the amount of energy and enthusiasm that I already put into this issue that I don't <laughs> actually care about. That's that's what I'm. I, I agree like, with you wow. too. Like I wrote I wrote an article about getting mad on the internet. Mm-hmm. If you if you read my uh, column, uh, and I was just like, wow. Yeah, I was like, just trying because I I was like, I was thinking about this girl's name and I couldn't remember it, and the fact that I couldn't remember it changed like that th- chain of thoughts chased me, going, wait, why? I was so mad about this. I should totally remember him. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I I've, actually don't care. Which I, don't care I, I, I also is. agree with you I that I don't really care any... about Zoe Quinn as much as I care more about the media. Not I, at that's all. always been I, my opinion. I actually did and probably still do feel a little bit betrayed by some of those websites that mm-hmm. I had like previously it's not like I've ever regularly went to them, but like when I was like when I heard about a new game, there was a couple on my list that I would like hit and see what they all had to say because I, I was like happy with the fact you don't have to go to IGN, which really feels like 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 tier one media, it's like going to Fox dot com or whatever. But but going to some of the other smaller ones, I, I actually felt a little betrayed and pissed off at them that they were embroiled in this whole thing. And yeah. furthermore, none of those websites even commented on the thing to come out and say like, hey, there are these allegations. These reporters are no longer printing for us. Blah blah blah. And, and you know, changing your opinions about those websites is fine. But yeah. like, I don't think that was that was like a thundercrack. That that was the one. Sp- Horrible thing that these websites. No, have ever no, done. no, no, and no. like we we, we just, talked about no. this. We I can't even remember their website. Yeah, but like <laughs> we talked about this with like some dudes at Pax East a couple years back, where they were like their site was just getting big enough that they were starting to get preview copies, mm-hmm. and they were like, "What do we do when the preview copy shitty?" Because you're like the the website, like the video game company, does not need to send me preview copies. Yep, they're sending it to you to like get good press. For their things, and we're uh, a little website, and we want to keep getting preview copies. But if we dumpster it, when, then when we'll I was, stop getting preview copies. Like, when I was when I was writing for Tang Monkey, yeah. um, I was on the Dark Horse mailing list, mm-hmm. and it was the bomb. It was the best. They would send me so many comic books, yeah. and I would review shitty comic books and say they were shitty, and I never heard flack from them. Hmm. Yeah, I and but Tang, how big was Tang Monkey? Like, we were getting a hundred thousand independent page views a month, hmm. so like we were not small, right. and. From Tang Monkey spun said the gramophone, which is a huge music blog. Mm-hmm. But the other thing too, like, though, we were is not. That I was probably the weak link on that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wrote some interesting stuff there, but like what Sean and, and Dan were doing with said the gramophone right. was right. amazing. And but here's the other thing, though, is that throwing you a comic is putting them three bucks in the hole, and I well, could pay cover I, price. Yeah, I could pay three bucks. I know it's, it's not three bucks in the <laughs> hole, but I'm saying they're cutting into their sales three dollars. 
where that would be 20 comic books that they send to you for one video game thing, right? Mm. So you're like, you're sending, if they're sending you a fucking AAA title free out of the box on launch, $70 Canadian now. Okay, no, no, no. Come on, man. It doesn't actually cost them that. It doesn't actually. No, I know it doesn't actually cost them that, but I'm saying, but like, think about the margin of like, what's, what's it going to take for them to pull the plug on that stream for shitty review? They're like, oh, fuck well, you. Think it's about the effect of a comic. Like, I don't think it's a fair argument at all yeah, because no. a, a great-selling comic book sells 150,000 copies. Yeah. A great-selling video game sells 20 million. Yeah, like, I guess. Oh, also, the, the cost of production on these video games and like pre- preview copies is zero because you, you just download it off of a server. Yeah. It's not like there's... Yeah, you know, I, I, I get really what you're saying. saying. I'm not, I'm not, and, and I'm not saying that they, like, they could not publish a shitty review. What I'm saying is that like, it definitely calls into question if you want to keep getting these comps... And you just started getting these comps, and you're like, I would like to keep this yeah, yeah, yeah. going. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we kind of dump all over well, you know Fantasia what? Who, movies. Who, yeah, reviews. Happens. You yeah. know what? Who fucking cares that you're not getting free preview copies of a company that's constantly making shitty games? Yeah. Who cares? Well, no, no, no. Like, you, oh, can, man, you, I... cannot, you cannot say that, because fucking EA puts out shitty games all day long, and people do have to review them, and you absolutely... Like, everybody needs to read those... Or, like, everybody needs well, to... Yeah, keep, well, everybody's going to read those reviews, so it's yeah. guaranteed hits when you put up a new EA review, one mm-hmm. way or the other. Yeah, but you that, have an early copy matters. of a AAA title. Yeah. If it's garbage. Why does my website not have a review of Shadow Over Mordor? Because EA is pissed off at us, and that's, like, the big title that's right now, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to read that review. You know what? Review. I would fucking read that, that article. We don't have a copy, a review up of Shadow <laughs> Over Mordor, because EA's last 10 games got shitty reviews from us. Right. And they decided, that's way worse press than not sending a, I, I, like, a copy. If, I, I, if, I if EA is so mad that they're not going to send you a copy of a video game because your last 10 reviews have been pointing out the flaws in their, first, their last 10 video games, then an that's article pointing it out yeah. is a story in and of itself and will affect people. Oh, yeah, EA does make constantly shitty games. Yeah, I mean, if the EA wants to make a good video game, then send they'll send out good video games to people to review. Yeah, got you there, EA. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> also EA. Our address here at ninety-five.cc. <laughs> exactly. Is... Send uh, send preview copies. If you want to get in touch with us, Keith, uh, Keith at ninety-five.cc, John at ninety-five.cc, Scott, Scott at ninety-five.cc. I would really appreciate some preview copies that would be playable on the Xbox. Exactly. The original not, Xbox. Not the 360. You're like, not the 360, not, not the one. Not the Xbox One, either. The, oh, yeah. The first the Xbox. The first Xbox. Okay. I do have an Xbox. I could use a new title for it. Exactly. <laughs> you want to Maybe a preview copy of NHL 10? Maybe. 11. 11. I have 10. I would like 11. <laughs> did they come out for the Xbox? I hope so. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know if it did. There's not been a lot of press lately on it. NHL 11. <laughs> Halo 2? Anybody? <laughs> want a preview copy? I uh, played Halo 2. Was there, there was a Halo 3, right? Yeah, there are four or five now. I don't even know, man. Was three on there, the Xbox? There was a three, and on then the there was a Halo uh, Orbital Drop. And there was also Reach, too. And there was also Reach, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really need anything But then Bungie, Bungie went and made Destiny that everybody's pissed off about right now. They're saying it's not too good. But then everybody loved it. And then, what, at like the 40-hour mark, they were like, oh, I'm sad. No, it was an MMO, and like you, you have to give it a couple of weeks after it comes out for like the, the hype to die down a little bit. Well, then bit. maybe the Borderlands MMO will be a winner. They're making a Borderlands MMO? That was supposedly the rumor, was that they were going to make a Borderlands MMO, mm. which I could totally get, dude. Like, just think about it. You're just the dude, and then it's just open world, and there's I've, missions, I've, and you need to make bigger I've teams. I've really soured on MMOs in general. I really don't. There's no. nothing that they can they can add to the genre. I, I understand. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to play it, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if, you're, if you're thinking of Borderlands, and you think about the missions, you just make the missions, like say, like 10-man, 
or whatever, and then you just yep. like look for group, and then you go to the mission in Borderlands, and you I, get the guns and you get I the get, loot. I get what you're saying. There's, it would not you, work. You scale it up to MMO. It doesn't fucking grind. When you say just scale it up, it's really not that simple. There's there's only one video game that would make me buy a next gen system right now. That's Wing Commander with multiplayer capability. Yeah, Star Citizen. It's coming out real soon. I, I know, and that's yeah. that's gonna be. I'm gonna read a review. I need a new computer. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a review. But where? Where will you read that review? We can't trust any of these fucking. I'll sites. publish one. I'll be like, yeah. Star Citizen did not send me a preview, so here's. <laughs> here's so I believe it is shitty. Here Fuck is, you, Kickstarter. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck this Kickstarter multi-million dollar bullshit. You assholes. Why did yeah, you that's not? That's the only thing that would make me really want to. Yeah. To to upgrade. And to I don't play. think it's for everybody, but I think there's. I think that with the Borderlands RPG thing. They could potentially tweak it into. An there MMO. is no way that it would possibly turn into a good MMO. Absolutely not. I don't think there's Zero such thing as a good MMO. It's not going to happen. There are good MMOs like World of Warcraft, and there is no way Borderlands will work as an MMO. Why? Explain. Okay, so part of the fun of Borderlands is that the missions are interesting, and they're kitsch, and there's funny stuff that happens, and right. they're, they're like actually interesting. In an MMO, you need to do make missions that people will play literally hundreds of times mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Otherwise, the content gets really dull. And it takes a ton of work to make the, co- the content interesting. Yeah. Which they can do in Borderlands because you're only going to play the mission once or twice. Mm-hmm. So the, it, when you say, like, just scale it up, the, people have poured, at this point, hundreds of millions of dollars into, into replicating the success of World of Warcraft. And nobody has ever done it. Right. What you're saying is, I'm just going to scale it up, and it'll be just like World of Warcraft. I'm not, okay, it'll be I'm, not, I'm not Gearbox. I'm saying that, right. like, with the framework of, like, you're playing a Borderlands dude, and I'm not saying it could be as, it will be successful, right? Because you can fuck it up, uh-huh. right? And it's very easy to fuck up. Do you know who up. has canceled their most recent gigantic MMO? Square? Fucking Blizzard. Blizzard had another MMO that they've been working on for something like seven years called Titan, Project Titan, and they poured easily. Wait, wait, like, you, okay. It's, it's so rumored just, like just so two or three hundred million dollars into it, and they just canceled it because because right now MMOs don't work. Nobody yeah. can put one out that will topple topple World of Warcraft. Yeah, but like, I don't so, understand so, why so, they don't put one out called World of Starcraft and just have the exact same game skin in a sci-fi it. section. Supposedly, that's what Titan was like. You know, there there was some okay, inspiration but, that came. But your well, your the, argument the flaw is removing the name Starcraft from it. Then. Your 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 argument I, is you don't need to pay millions of dollars in development it, to do that. So it can't be done. No, my argument is that like you're that, like Warcraft did it, so what, nobody else can do. What it. What worked with with like Borderlands was having extremely extremely like well made questing. I don't even think so. I think what works for Borderlands is running around shooting things. And if I could run around and shoot things in this infinite world with a bunch of friends and you, like, it's bigger groups, so you need to have more dudes, you have more tank, you have more healers, more whatever, in a similar thing that you need everybody working together, like, so you separate it a little bit more so that you can't solo the mission Mm -hmm. or, like, set it up, and then you have your loot drops, you make them more rare so it's harder to get up there. I I understand. And you're making good missions. I understand that the the crux of it... Is you gotta, the, you gotta is, throw you gotta throw more PvP missions in there. Yeah, like well, you're a level ten player, get your group together of like five level ten players, and your mission is to kill the boss. Find any level fifty player out there and murder him. No, that, that's the other thing too. Where I think <laughs> yeah. that I think that would be awesome. You're a level fifty player, and, and you're always fighting off these if, hordes. Yeah, and that's where I think that if they did it right, they could get it. Is the PvP <laughs> because on a good Borderlands PvP, you are almost tapping into a, like you're, you are tapping into a first person shooter, which is yeah. a very different PvP. I'm not, and I'm not saying it's like fucking blank checks for money. I'm saying that with that mode, you have something that's a little bit different than World of Warcraft because it's 
the first person shooter. Yeah. And then, and like I said, it all is there, contingent you know, on. There's like five or six games that are out there right now that yeah. are like MMOs. Yeah. That are shooters. Yeah, no. Yeah, but so also, none of them probably have the sales of Borderlands to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's the thing. This is now, there's the third major release from Borderlands. And it's also a fucking giant hit already, like a huge fucking day one Which sale. Which one? The, the uh, pre-sequel. The pre-sequel, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like you're... You I don't ha- think they can even call it that. That's not, a, that's not the right word that's for that. That's the We've joke. We've developed a word for it. That's, that's, the, that's the, joke. the joke, though. It's the pre-sequel. It. it goes in between the first... It goes in between number one and number two. So where does it go? It's not a prequel. No, you just have to call it 1.5 then. We've already established these. Yeah, but then everybody's already done 1.5. But this is Borderlands, who's used bazillioner yeah. in their commercials, <laughs> right? They were like, a bazillion guns just got bazillioner. It's like, amazing. Wait, let's go back to talking about the integrity of video game reporting. <laughs> okay. No, but this is, this is their advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their advertising says like Oh, a there's a difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a difference between God video damn. game advertising and video game reporting. Anyway, I'm just saying that, like, that's what Borderlands would potentially have is three fucking, at least, well, two well-loved titles. And if this third one is a hit, you're, like, you're tapping into that world. I'm not saying it's a blank check for money. I'm saying that, like, it would be more likely to succeed than this first-person shooter MMO that you just made. Because you have the world, you have a cell. Borderlands itself has a giant fucking fan base. You know, Star Wars has a giant fucking fan base, too. Star Trek has a giant fucking fan base. Uh-huh. Conan has a giant fucking Not fan base. Not necessarily all video gamers, though. Everybody who's a Borderlands fan is a gamer. Have you heard of Halo? Yeah. Okay, so Halo, the guys who made Halo, just made an MMO that is tanking right now. Uh, yeah, but here's Final the thing. Fantasy. Here's the, th- here's yeah. the Final thing, Fantasy. Though, Final Fantasy has tanked. a giant... Yeah fan base in video games. Yeah, but like it's been failing since 8. Like Final Fantasy has been failing since 8. So I'm like, oh, they couldn't get an MMO right? They couldn't get a core series right. So like, fuck your Final Fantasy comparison. Fuck your Halo comparison. You're talking about Borderlands after the first three games. Halo's way more popular than Borderlands ever was. But it's not an RPG. Whereas Borderlands already is basically an RPG with your little stat trees and your upgrades and your drops. Ooh, have Halo you ever is, played on, an MMO? I, hang on. I like where Keith is going with this because now I want to propose the Madden MMO because Madden <laughs> has a strong franchise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like in, in Halo, your dude is exactly the fucking same. I, I get it. Have, have you, you ever played an MMO? I have. Really? I played the Final Fantasy one for to a bit. To what level? Not very much. Okay. so I was like, they're not fun. And I'm, I've seen... You play a lot of MMOs. Yeah, I've watched other people play MMOs. I've watched fucking. God, what was you, that? You start off playing in high school, and you're in like in a Texas town. You've got to make the high school squad, but your coach is pushing you <laughs> to get better grades. The Madden and MMO. then you get, <laughs> and then you have to go and get a scholarship to play through. And then there's like a whole bunch of level quests okay. there. And then in the game, like, you have to attend classes. <laughs> and if you don't maintain your, but marks. there's also frat parties. And if you're not popular enough, you won't get. The that, but, but your classes are, make you drunk and you're hungover and how are you going to do like, oh god I'm so there and the, and the video like, game franchise that is already successful builds it's a built in audience for this MMO hey, well, all I'm saying it's is a license to write Borderlands is already an RPG I'm not and, and in no way am I saying you just saying, keep repeating yourself you yeah, haven't no, added no, anything yeah but new. you're like you're, like, you're did... like it wouldn't work my name is John I'm a game developer I work for Gearbox I've not made three massively successful basically first person Diablo clones other people who have made those games have made MMOs and they have failed utterly yeah but again your argument is they've all failed so this one will fail are no, the designers just of the... not you haven't suggested anything new are the yeah. designers of the Borderlands MMO ready to start sleeping with reporters though that's, that's the, the real yeah, question that's the real question, question. But anyway but supposedly the Destiny game was supposed to cut in 
to the supposed Borderlands MMO. Okay. Because they were like, it's the same thing. And they were like, oh, they're gonna, they got to it before Borderlands. Mm-hmm. And, and now everybody doesn't like Destiny. And Borderlands, if they actually make one... Because mm-hmm. they weren't supposed to even make a sequel, and then they made the pre-sequel. Because yep. they were like, there's not going to be a third game. And then they made a full third game. It was supposed yep. to be some DLC, and they made an entire game. Here's a question about Destiny. How easy is it to cosplay as the Destiny character? They kind I of don't generic. Think anybody cares. Yeah, no, it's all, yeah. That's where Borderlands really gets its inroads. There, you just you can dress up like those people. Yeah, yeah. That's an important thing. It is an important thing. Yeah, that's probably where my Madden thing falls apart. You just dress up like a football, football guy. <laughs> Who are you? I'm, I'm football guy from the Madden MMO. Yeah. No. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, who knows? Like, who knows? I'm just saying that someone will do it because everybody thought that EverQuest wasn't going to be knocked over, right? Mm-hmm. That was like a real thing. No one was like, no one. John take- totally thought EverQuest was going to be knocked over by Ashron's Call. He yeah. spent he spent y- years in that. I didn't spend years playing Ashron's Call, but a lot of people did. Ashron's Call lasted way longer than most people realized. It's like there's still people playing Ultima Seven. That's actually wait seven. Seven wasn't even a multiplayer game. The five, which isn't the multiplayer. Uh, Ultima Online. Ultima Online. Yes, Ultima it was called Online. Ultima Online, which was eight. Nope, there was an Ultima 8. (laughs) And there was even an Ultima 7 Part 2 called The Black Gate. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying, a lot of people thought EverQuest was never going to be knocked over. And like I said, something is going to... just keep repeating yourself until you feel like you've gotten the last word in. Over and over. Now, I'd like to move the conversation away Uh from my things in Borderlands. Okay. What does knock off Warcraft? Like, what knocks off WoW? Diablo 3. No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, I'm like, just because nobody has... You're like, nobody will. No, I, that's not what I'm saying either. Um, I, it's an incredibly high mountain to fucking scale. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. That Ooh, mountain Climber. Mountain Climber, the RPG. I think oh. a lot of people have just given up. There's been, like, a slowing of MMOs getting released, mm-hmm. and ever, all, like, all of the last couple of big ones that were supposed to take it out have tanked. Mm-hmm. It is possible that it will die because, like, they will stop adding... I don't, I don't even know. Uh, I think all over the video game world, people are boggling their heads out at what's going to take it down. Maybe people are just going to get bored of it and stop playing, which is the <laughs> only possibility. Children. but Children is going to be a big factor. They're constantly adding new content to it, so I don't even know what to... What to do? What to do, yeah. yeah. Like, what the answer is. Like, I understand what you're saying. The Borderlands formula is, like, ripe for translation into the MMO world, but mm-hmm. it, I don't think it has enough that's new or that will be gripping to keep it in. And also, it's like, WoW players are really messed up, because they'll be like, man, maybe I'm thinking about dropping this game. Oh, wait, pandas. No, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, pandas. Kung Fu pandas. It continuously happens. Kung Fu pandas <laughs> on a mysteriously teleporting island that travels through the mist. Well, I can't quit now. <laughs> Sign me up. People, people are perpetually leaving WoW for the next big thing and then always coming back. That's mm-hmm. like well, part, yeah, part of the cycle. Yeah. yeah, you have to mass quit. And you I, have and to I, do something awful. And I also, I also honestly feel that the, the game that does top it will be a game that is... Make, I mean, like, the fact that they're abandoning Titan obviously means that there was, like, missing something in the yep. formula. Yep. But it's, like, it has to be a game that is, like, ready to compete with WoW day one. It can't which, be, like, in a is, year, which it, is next to impossible. It, like, uh, like I, I would even, per, like, possibly impossible. Like, it is, it, like, there, there's, there's a decade of brilliant content that's gone into World of Warcraft. There is so much there. People who haven't played that game ha- have no concept of how big that game is. Yeah. And, like, the, the, I can't, it's, it's kind of like, it's so good, right, and it's so big, nobody can beat it. It has to beat itself somehow. Hmm. I don't know. I think if, the, the appeal isn't to sell the game. The appeal is to hire players. If I was going to make a game... That was like really. I'd put you know ten million dollars into this. I'd just 
that's, go out and hire guilds. I, just like, that's even been tried. If if you like in game game masters, people who are paid to to add live content into stuff. I think it ever like the second EverQuest. I know the first EverQuest had it for sure. I think even mm-hmm. the second one. Matrix did, did it. Matrix did it was, a lot. Yeah, yeah, Matrix had live events that were always going on, which is one angle to try and. That, that but might not just be that. Just new. be like, okay, who were? It was a project top anarchy wobble. where there was like real phone calls that happened and stuff or whatever. Was it Project Anarchy? I don't think it was Anarchy. Anarchy was also an MMO, if I remember correctly. But I know what you're talking about, where there's like... You could like register your phone and get like automated message calling you and and all that stuff. That's weird. I did that for the second Batman movie. Harvey Dent called you. Really? A whole bunch of times. Yeah, it was really cool. (laughs) There was all kinds of quests and stuff. Like His his campaign was to be nominated or voted in as district attorney. Right, right. I'd get campaign calls. That is super cool. Uh, Aaron Eckhart being like, Hi, I'm Harvey Dent, and I'm here to protect Like I said, there's there's something, and it's going to be... Fucking super weird. God, that was like, a terrible Aaron Eckhart impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. I, and, I, and I feel that it's going to be so fucking random. Like, when it does hit, you're going to be like, huh, that was yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, it, it, yeah, exactly. It's going to be like a league somehow. Like, it's going to be this weird game that just, like, pops up, pops up and then is like, oh, shit, this is, this is the maybe, MMO. Maybe now. League the is doing thing. it? It's possible, but I don't know if the target audience. League for is not an MMO and, though. Yeah. Like that's yeah. it. But it, but it's going to be something like that, where yeah. it's like, because even League, League, League rip was a rip on Dota, right? Like, yeah, but they're both they're both uh, mobas. Well, yeah. whatever. It's going to be like the first person shooter, how it was Counter Strike, and now it's what is it now? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely Call of Duty. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just going to be a thing. It's going to be the exact same but better. And, yeah. We don't know what better means, but it'll be the exact same, but better. Because it's got to feed those those pathways in the brain that all the WoW players have to get the dopamine. And be like, yeah. this is exciting and makes me happy. Yeah. So it's okay. going to be the exact I same thing that's going to fire them the off. The North American premiere, uh, Reality. Reality, the new film from Quentin Dupri. Cool segue, brah. Uh, God, I'm so fucking sick of talking about that. So, Video games? Yes. No, not video games, but the MMO crap with World of Warcraft on purpose. Why are you still talking about it? God, get back to this movie. It sounds great. October 14, 2014. John was sick of talking about MMOs. I've I've been thinking about it since way before, and you guys never played MMOs. I feel like your ability to... Scott did. You made a little scrunchy face. You played DQ, no? No, 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 God! I played EQ for ten minutes. Eh. I, I turned into a tree and shot fireballs. <laughs> I turned into a tree right in front of a gate that everyone needed to get through. Yeah. And then I learned what training was, and it was the best. Eh. <laughs> and the guy whose account I was using was like, "Please stop." Eh. Yeah, yeah, I did the the Final Fantasy. Uh, I just trained trolls. I mean, whatever. It was great. And it was fantastic. Did not grip me because the it's too slow. That was uh-huh. why I stopped playing MMOs. And there's some. The thing I said, those people that. Those people don't give a shit that it's mm. slow. That's the people that play MMOs. I never liked the fact that you, it was really difficult to stir up shit with other players in MMOs. That was why I liked EQ. I'd just be like running around, start a train, get a bunch of monsters, and lead them into the town. And it's like, yay! And then everyone was really mad at me, and then wouldn't, the game stopped. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, the jazz. new film by Mr. Wazo. Mr. Wazo, Quentin Dupree. I don't know. Did you guys both see um, Rubber and... Um, Wrong, Wrong and Steak. And Steak? You yes. See, you see those, Scott? No. Okay. So um, these movies... How do you even describe them, Keith? Describe I, I know what Rubber is. Just I know, I know what, what Rubber is. I saw what, the trailer right. for Rubber, and I was like, yep. Yeah, like a, like a <laughs> yeah. tire comes to life and uses its psychic powers to murder people. Yeah. That's the, the a plot lot of, of Rubber. A monologues and whatever. And yeah, I would yeah. say it's like subversive... Subversive, absurdist? Absurdist, a little in the... In the like, if you remember Bertolt Brecht, do you ever do any theater... 
the three penny opera, yeah. ten penny opera, and also the uh, the one where where it's like a, a thing of chess, where there's like three characters who are like living inside of garbage buckets on stage, mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy shit. Anyway, whatever. So this, these movies are like kind of like breaking what is movies, what is filmmaking. Mm-hmm. This particular film, there are um, there's like I've, like the main plot is about a director who's trying to get his movie made, mm-hmm. and um, and then there's another plot line that is happening which might be the film, but then characters from that film contact characters outside of the film. And even towards the end of the film, like characters at the start of the film are speaking to characters from the end of the film who might be in the movie in the movie. So it kind of like you have no idea what's going on, and, and it's certainly entertaining. In the same way, if you so saw... Charlie Kaufman-esque? It sounds a little bit like adaptation. I'm We're not really sure. Like it's about him writing it, a script, and then but even way more absurd. Like to, okay. to the point where like one of the characters is on the phone with with a character who is in the room, but from a different time in the film. Like totally doesn't make sense. Absolutely impossible. You don't even know what the fuck is going on. This is wrong. Where like in, in the or in the film, wrong. It rains indoors sometimes. Yeah. It's never really addressed. It just starts raining, and then people just like pop their umbrellas out and then just continue going. Yeah. From the maker of wrong comes reality. Yeah, and so. Like, like trying to trying to link things logically, I'm sure is probably not even a, not even a concern of his. Yeah, no. And Quentin was there because uh, this was the North American premiere, so he even talked about it afterwards. Where he like somebody asked about like, well, what is what is the actual connection? Like, what was this? What was going on in the scene? And he was like, man, fuck, fuck, having a good answer for that. Like, I I, I want it to be <laughs> up to the viewer. And it's you know, my movies aren't about some kind of message or about explaining something or whatever. They're about being like weird and funny and making you question what's going on. And and so in that in that respect, the film was a big success. But on, this is like the third of his films that I've seen. I didn't see um, Steak. And I found the, the whole like formula of the like crazy absurdist and it is just like wearing a little thin for me. I found this one was not quite as gripping as, um, as Rubber was. So is the difference of trying to be clever and being clever. Like, oh yeah, that's clever. Or, oh yeah, I see he was trying to be clever there. Yeah, and, and, um, it, and a bit of the problem was like the pacing. Certainly rubber was, and this one was a little bit too. It was like very slow-paced, long, long shots of, of these events that are totally bizarre going on that like let you spend a little bit too much time thinking about what's going on to the point where you're like, nope, not possible. And then you're, you're, you're just like check out of like your ability <laughs> That's to That's when care. you start looking at who's sitting in your row. and Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and, and even Quentin got up and he, was, and he said he hadn't actually seen this movie since he finished making it two years ago. Okay. And so he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm going to discover it again for the first time with you guys. And he, he got up there and he was like, yeah, I think I, I think it could have gone a little quicker, you know, like, so that's, that's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, I, I, it makes sense. Sometimes when you go back and read something you wrote a few years back, you, you have like, you kind of piss, you know, like get all over yourself about it. And hey, I'm not saying he has to be freaking George Lucas and yeah. be like, I'm going to refix this. <laughs> but, uh. I think I have a really big ego because sometimes when I go back and read my old stuff, I'm like, God damn, I'm hilarious. I this know a, you have a really big this ego. This is amazing. Do you see? Did you read this one I wrote a few years ago? Mm-hmm. I don't get that thing. There were people. No, but I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. No. Uh, no, you want to change things. We, we talked about this with the, the George R. R. Martin thing, right? Which one? Like the like how it's possible that the TV show is the real vision of Game oh, of Thrones because yeah, yeah. he's had like. He's it's reflecting back on his stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you can be he, like, he's even admitted, hasn't he? That there's like stuff he fucked up and he like wishes he could go back and change. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, tits. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I wish, I wish I could write boobs better, but in, in the show, so it's, it's so my many, vision. So many more <laughs> boobs. 
Um, anyway, so I, I would I would say if you like enjoy absurdist stuff, I think Reality was tighter than um, Wrong was. Yeah, Wrong was a little all over the place. Yeah, it was it was like funnier, stuck to the like the the, the theme a little bit better, and definitely like held together more. So I would definitely say it's a. How was wrong. the soundtrack? Uh, there was only one song that was <laughs> ever played in the film, and that song was uh, a Philip Glass tune called uh, "Piano and in, uh, a Piano in Moving Parts." Okay. I think that's what it was, or piano in mm. uh, piano in changing parts, something like that. And the song is about an hour long, and it goes like like that for like a minute or two, and then it's like for a minute or two. And so he had like one sample from that tune that played at different points, and actually really successfully generated tension. I can't believe how weird just like four notes managed to like drive because yeah, his his soundtracks have been kind of. <clears throat> yeah. Always kind of good. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like rubber, rubber was him and Justice. Well, no, Boston. one half of Justice, Gaspar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever his name was. No way. Yeah. And uh, wrong was also him and someone else yeah. too. Like no, in this one he didn't do any music. It was only this one tune from Philip Glass. Exactly. Nice. Moving from movies to TV. Yeah. Lots of superhero stuff on TV. Yeah, you you watch Gotham. I watch I watch Gotham. I watched from two the, weeks ago. I, so I was like, Gotham isn't cool because I read about it on a website that yeah. I trusted, and uh, he didn't like it. Yeah, apparently <laughs> they've been sleeping. They've been, been like being <laughs> shot down by the actors from Gotham. So, yeah. um, the problems that I talked about in Gotham, the one the one problem that I have is that all of these people are tied to the murder of the Waynes. So. Okay. The Penguin is involved, and Ivy is tangentially involved, and the Riddler is tangentially Wait, extremely involved. Extremely tangentially. A child. Okay, Ivy, Ivy and okay. a child Riddler. The, the no, no, Ivy's no. father, Riddle- going into spoilers here if you haven't seen it, yeah, yeah. catch up okay. and then come back and listen to me. This is like now. episode one spoilers. It's so episode one spoilers. Okay, whatever. So it's a few weeks ago. Um, Ivy's father is framed for the murder and gets killed in, during the arrest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's set up as a patsy, so it's like it's extremely. Mm. She doesn't have anything to do with it. Catwoman is Catwoman is in the alley the street and witnesses kid. the murder. Okay. Uh, Penguin tries to tip off the police about the mob's involvement in the murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward Nigma is the coroner of the bodies. In this the is murder. too buku. Everything uh, is tied into the. Bruce hey, Wayne is I, there. I don't... Jim Gordon is there. Harvey Bullock is there. Montoya and Allen are the MC. Uh, major crimes division yeah. officers Good. who believe that Bullock and and Gordon have fucked up the case. Like it's just every character. Are there any new characters? I don't know this. I don't know no, the universe. Not really. No, they the really, universe well they were, enough. Uh, Fish, Fish Mooney is, is is a gangster that I don't think she's a black Jada Pinkett s character. Okay, but yeah, she's just in there. Yeah, because she worked with the with the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> they they work really heavily from. The material, but I just like. Okay, do, does every Batman villain find their origin yeah. in the murder of Martha and Thomas Wayne? Like, I don't. I uh, I, I agree and I disagree. So, I, having seen it now, did you like it? I very much enjoyed the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third episode, I found upsetting in a conflicting kind of way because I feel like the tone of Gotham hasn't settled down. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the third episode, again, going into spoilers for it, mm. uh, a vigilante shows up in Gotham and starts to murder crooked, prominent people. Uh, so a crooked uh, investor, a crooked mm. cop, a crooked cardinal. 
um, using weather balloons, handcuffing them to these weather balloons and floating them into the atmosphere until they freeze to death and die. The balloonist? Balloony! I think they, the bl- mad balloon man killer. <laughs> like they just... And they, they try to treat it like this gritty crime, but at the same time kind of, of being... It's kind a silly of being comic a, book villain. Yeah. It's, it's a silly comic book villain. And I'm like, you can't... And I talked about this last time. You can't be the wire and chase down the balloon man killer Yeah. at the same time. Yeah, but you even you even got that a little bit in the second episode. A little bit in the second episode because yeah. the characters were so prim and proper about their kidnapping of the children. Yeah, exactly. But even then, I could be like, okay, you're a little bit of a sociopath, so whatever. But... Yeah. This was just like a straight up wacky, you know, goofiness. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and I was just like, pick your theme, and like the rest of it, like, freaking Harvey Bullock beats the tar out of uh, uh, someone they want to interview. Like, and you're just like, you can't, you can't be the dark, gritty Gotham City crime unit before Batman shows up, and Mm -hmm. have a balloon man as the main bad guy (laughs) for the episode. Like, it's just pick one. Anyway, I, I feel it, it's still of of the superhero TV shows. I found it, it probably had the best first two or three episodes. Really. Well, that's like, where I want to get into the Flash because I watched the first episode of the Flash and it was fantastic. Yeah, but are you a Barry Mark? Uh, no, I'm a huge Wally fan. Oh, and and this is Barry Allen. Wait, Wally? Wally West, the second Flash, Kid Flash, who took the Flash's oh, place. I, I see, Flash not died. the little robot. Wally. Yeah. I'm also a huge Wally Mark too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much, is... if you're naming any character Wally, I'm, I, I don't o- know what odds are. What's Wally? Okay, so in the comic books, the original Flash was Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Okay. And in 1986, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, he died to save the multiverse. Uh, and Kid Flash, yeah. his junior sidekick, took on the mantle of the Flash. After that, is he the one who's blind? What? No. He's no. the one, if you ever saw uh, Justice League Unlimited. Wait, I'm an cartoon. idiot. I'm thinking of Daredevil being blind. Yeah, that's Daredevil. Yeah, it's, it's, if you ever shoot. saw Justice League Unlimited, that's Wally. Okay. He's, he's like a wisecracking kind of... Barry Allen kind of takes himself a little seriously in the comic books. Mm. All right. Um, the thing with the Flash is he's the more lighthearted uh, superhero whose city actually loves him. They have a museum for him in the comics. People like the Flash. He actually fights bad guys and kind of lives in the limelight. He's like Spider-Man? No, Spider-Man... Spider-Man, not Spider-Man like, like, everyone hates him. The, right. the city always the, flip-flops the s- on Spider-Man, right? Yeah. They're like, sometimes they Because like there's him. always the negative press. Yeah. Same thing with Superman. Superman gets negative press sometimes, because... Not the a, Flash. Not the Flash. Not the Flash. People love the Flash, and they've... They've created this thing where you can see it happening, his first adventure, the city gets behind him... Um, he tries to tell a cop, like, oh, you know, this is actually a superpowered thing. And they're like, Barry, there's no such thing as superpowers. And you're like, oh, this is going to be the foil between these two characters for the season. Right. And, like, at the end of the episode, he's like, oh, my God, you were wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> superpowers. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's nice. Everyone's kind of, like, on board with this right away. Right. Yeah. A lighthearted, not dark, not trying to be hmm. Christopher Nolan superheroes, but without making it... Uh, Smallville at the same time. I was, mm. I was, I'm 100% on board for, after this first episode. Cool. And the character that's playing Barry Allen's father is the actor that played the Flash in the 80s nice. TV series. I was just like, huh. Little nod. And my wife totally yeah. got that. And I was like, oh my God, that is him. Good catch. <laughs> right? Wow, that's funny. Like this dude Cute. hasn't acted in anything. Like, <laughs> he's in the Flash again. Crazy. Uh, and I watched Arrow season three, episode one. And it's cool too. Better than Gotham? 
I like Arrow the same kind of way I like Angel TV series. That's not a great comparison. Just so you can sleep with... No, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's, It's kind of a CW show. WB show. It's kind of got that... In your facey, like schlocky, a little bit schlocky, a little mm-hmm. bit, but the the writing is still kind of clever. Yeah, hmm. I really, I've watched like ten minutes of Arrow and was like, no, <laughs> that good. Yeah, no, it was I, like I, I, I'm a, I watched I'm a fan. the fan. I've watched. Like, I know you were season yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I watched the premiere when it came out, and I was like, nope. A lot like I and I found it oh. shittier than the first episode of Agents of Shield, which I didn't really enjoy. I'll give you this. Arrow kind of parallels to Buffy in that way that the first six episodes really suffer from Monster of the Week. Mm -hmm. There's a bad guy, he shows up, he fights him. Yeah, but I found it less watchable than Shield. Yeah, it's saying something. Yeah, Yeah, but that's. Coulson is kind of interesting. He's not strong enough to drive the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. with with Arrow, there's there's nobody on it. (laughs) Like, I can see nobody. why you there's watched two seasons of this. <laughs> no, like, there's, there's nobody, there's, and it's there's, not as fun. As there's it. no marquee names on it, and if if you're a comic book geek, the comic book characters that they reference are pretty obscure. So Deadshot. The, yeah, they they use Deadshot. They use Huntress. Yeah. Um, they use Merlin. You know, like there's some weird, hmm. small C-rate characters that they use. So I'm kind of a geek, and I kind of got into it for that. Hmm. But that was enough for me to hold on for it to get better. I think it was was it Pat. Pat, who had like the Facebook post, and he was like, "Hey, everybody who represented Arrow, were you all just trolling? Was everybody trolling? Because I watched the first episode, and it's real bad. And a bunch of people have told me to watch it. Mm-hmm. Were you guys all just trying to make me watch but something?" Stephen Amell is pretty hot. Gary plays Arrow. He's, he's really dreamy. He's dreamy. Do you lost oh, yeah. his eyes? Hmm. Not his eyes. His abs. Also, his <laughs> Pat, abs. Pat had the amazing thing being like, "Wait, explain to me how Arrow is not Batman." Just he uses a bow. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but do you know? Do you know what Arrow's backstory is? His parents got murdered. His parents got murdered, and then he went away and like fucking got secret training to become like a superstar, and then went back to his town uh-huh. to take up the mantle of being like millionaire playboy, and then solve murders and crimes at nighttime. Seriously, seventy years ago that happened. Yeah, like why are you complaining about it now? No, no, no. I'm say- I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying that this is a problem with the show. I'm saying this is a problem with Green Arrow, like to begin with. Wow. You want to complain about superheroes and their origins, like? We got Superman, we got Batman, and Spider-Man, and then everyone else comes after them. Mutants are born with it. <laughs> Best matter. origin story ever. Mutants are born with Thor it. Thor is literally a god. What are you? Fantastic Four flew in space. Hey, speaking of that, the um, Captain America 3, who was mm-hmm. just revealed, is going to be the uh, Civil War. So they got Downey Jr. signed on to play like a lead kind of role. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we be excited I don't know how they're going to do the Civil War without everybody. How are they going to kill Black Goliath when there's no Black Goliath in the movie universe? Okay, I totally want to talk about this. Maybe we're at an hour. Maybe they'll oh kill my god. somebody else. Oh my god, because comic books news are so amazing. Marvel Comic Books is ending the Fantastic Four and is killing Wolverine because they don't own the rights to the movies for them. That's amazing. That is amazing. They're just like, hey, why Stay are we... tuned in two weeks when we talk about this. <laughs> why are we still making new stories for these other studios to go and rip off and make good movies for? Fuck it. They're dead. They're over. That's that is incredible. Buy our copies of the Avengers, Daredevil. That's super cool. Yeah, let's hit this up hard. Yeah, next week. we need to all read about this. Uh, Tune so in for good. episode seventy-one, whatever. <laughs> seventy-two. This 72. is seventy-one. This is seventy-one. Yeah, Roth fucking Roth, go plug yourself again. We got we passed. Go plug yourself. Hooray! We started behind them, You're and so even much though better. we run every alternating, somehow we passed them. Those guys suck. We're better. Fuck you, go plug yourself. Let's get it.
Nine to five entertainment system. I've got Sonic. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.